Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 21 of the Quintessential Podcast. I'm Jackie and today I'll be speaking to Bradley. Hi. Hey. <laughs> and we're going to be speaking about his home and work-life balance. Um, so yeah, as I said before, Bradley, you've got a lot of things to cover. Mm-hmm. Okay, but first, I'm aware that you've just come back from tour. Yes, I am currently still on tour. On tour? Um, yeah, we just got a, a couple of days break. Oh, and you found your way to be here. I'm so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so grateful. I didn't even know that. So you're on tour with Flawless. Yes, currently. dance um, company? Yeah, so it's... I mean, the company's obviously been running for a period of time. Yes. Um, but they're currently rebooting a show that they did uh, a few years ago. So they've invited me to be part of the cast uh, and the creative process as well. So we've been in rehearsals for that, um, just more around the summertime. And then we're, we're now on tour until mid-November. Okay. So when you um, say revamped, you used to dance with them originally? So they had an original company, right. um, as I said, about 10 years ago. Okay. So some of those original members are still there. Um, quite a few of them have moved on to do you know, their own projects um, and even separate industries. Um, but they're probably about three or four people that are still around, the core people. Okay. Uh, and then they've invited others there. So, I mean, I've been dancing for a, you know, a period of time and I've known those guys from when they started. Yeah. But it's more so recently, probably within the last about two years, that I've been working with them on various different projects. And then this is... The most recent. Okay, so who did you start dancing with? Oh gosh, <laughs> this is going back now. So I started community-based level. Okay. Very, very, yeah, very much something to kind of fill the time. Um, I met a few people that was doing dance at the time. Again, it wasn't something that I was ever really interested in. Um, my background is more in drama. So I did that in school and then I went to A-levels and did that uh, as well. But um, it was more so through like where they have the half term projects the summer projects mm. so we did a project called airways funny enough it was in stratford circus mm. with a lady called kate prince um a guy called josh i can't remember his second name and another guy called um forrest he was the music director on, on the project okay and it was through that that my drama teacher actually mentioned to me oh this project's happening through the through the october half term i think it was and she said you know you'd be really good going going forward for it so it was just kind of through chance that I went there and, and met the individuals there and they managed to give me a role, one of the, the leading roles for this kind of two week project we was mm. doing. But it was dance, drama and music. Right. So that was kind of my crossover from drama into dance. So as I mentioned this lady called Kate Prince and she was running a company called Zoo Nation at the time. Okay. And she actually had a class in Pineapple Studios, which mm. is located in central London. Um, so from that project, we was kind of talking and she invited me down to her class. And there was a few other guys, more so around my age, that was doing dance prior, that were saying, you know, kind of, do you want to keep on doing this, this, uh, the dance? So kind of come down to our classes, and they were part of a company called Boy Blue okay. uh, Entertainment. Yes. So that's again another East London-based company that have been doing lots and lots of amazing things. Um, so that was kind of my crossover into dance, which was never really a passion. It was just something that kind of organically happened and, mm. and that's how I really got started into it. I mean there's more to the story and where yeah. I go from there and, <laughs> and the rest of it but that was kind of my crossover into dance from from drama. Okay and from dancing you're also judging? Yes I do do judging so we have um, there's various dance competitions that happen right. um, I think it's kind of really blown up in the last maybe about four or five years um, lots and lots of different companies are doing these dance competitions um, up and down the UK Right. and um, yeah throughout obviously my experience of, of dancing um, from the time when I started and, and what I've been doing, meeting different people. Um, I've been asked to judge uh, in, in UK, overseas, um, Ireland, 
Um, so yeah, we kind of that's more of an ad hoc thing. So where okay. these different competitions happen, it could, it could be, I could be working for one company one week and then a completely different company the next. Right, so um, you're an all rounder. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, as I said, I've been doing, I've been dancing for probably the best part of about. 15, 16 years now. Okay. So, you know, I've had a fair bit of experience from, as I said, from a community-based level uh, to a commercial-based level, like music videos uh, as such, as well as a theatre mm. um, background as well, which is more so what I've kind of tapped in to recently from, um, as I said, more so uh, East London based, but as well as I've done West End shows as well. You have. Yeah. Drop a name for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my name. My name's Bradley Charles. I'm dropping my name. <laughs> so, okay. You're... Judging and dancing has you travelling quite a bit. Can do, yes. And you're also a family man. You're a, I am. You're a father of two and a husband. Absolutely. So how does it work with the travelling? Because you also do the school run and you're very active, the kids' parties. Definitely, definitely. So how does that all work with your, your family life? I think the main thing is, is communication. And it's something that I've had to learn. I'll be very honest, it's, it's been something that we've had to accustom ourselves to it's always dance has always been a, a big part of my life and also with my wife she does it more so as a a hobby or more of a, a weekend type thing is that how you met yeah funny enough okay actually, i was wondering we met through dance, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We met through a, a mutual friend in dance okay, okay. Um, but yeah it's it's quite difficult where she has a more of a, a regular working job so to speak um, and my job can vary from week to week yeah um, it is about me even more so now getting the information from these companies that I'm working with in terms of you know where the rehearsals will be how long we'll be away um do we have an opportunity to come home and all those conversations are really things that I've really had to be quite persistent with these companies and say well look my circumstance without trying to be that one person that's like mm. I need all the information you have yeah but I kind of make it as clear as I can to them and say well look you know I do have responsibilities at home and as you as you mentioned I do do the school runs as much as possible um and the nursery runs as well, which tie into, you know, when you get home, you've obviously got the, the home life to deal with, the cooking the food and mm-hmm. getting yourself for bed and homework. <laughs> um, but yeah, for me, from a work perspective, it's just more so about getting all the information I can as early as I can and having that communication with my wife to say, well, look, I'll be home this day or this day I won't be home so we can just manage yeah. that time as best as possible. Yeah, the communication is has been vital um, just with the, the crossover into to what I've been doing uh, from a dance related perspective okay so she's quite busy also so what's your support <laughs> network like with your families i mean do you get much help or uh, there, it... there is some i'll be i'll be honest it, it has been difficult mm-hmm. um my parents do help out a lot right. which I, I i give them thanks for all the time and um it, again it's just a simple thing about communication and say once i have that information and i, and I, I may not be around is speaking to my dad and saying look are you available um, to help out luckily he does shift work mm. so his patterns do vary and sometimes they work in our favor sometimes they don't um, my mum helps out a lot as well especially when it comes to me potentially teaching in the evenings right. um, I can drop the kids there and she'll, she'll have them um, unfortunately we don't have as much support on my wife's side um, but that's something that we've just had to kind of come come to to grips with and just make the most of our situation yeah. I mean at the end of the day you know the kids are a responsibility yeah. so as much as i can move things around i will do but you know sometimes we do have to ask for help which isn't necessarily the easiest thing but mm. overall to make sure that the family runs and obviously you know that the finances are looked after as well we do have to kind of call on that help but yeah we have limited help yeah um but ultimately we, we we make it work and if it does come down to it then you know the position that i'm in now and the position that i've 
solidified myself in saying, well, you know, if I can't facilitate the kids, then I will have to miss out. Mm. It's as simple as that. The sacrifice. Yeah, it's a, and it's as simple as that. And there's no second guessing about that. It's, it's a matter of what needs to be done at the time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so as part of that, you used to have a, uh, what was that? I'd call it a nine-to-five job yeah, in yeah. the motor industry. Yeah, I did. But that's changed. You are now a director uh, of the Maryland Studios? Yeah, when you say it like that, it sounds like, you know, it's like, whoa. <laughs> but it is whoa, well, though. Well, why is it not whoa? Well? No, it is, it is, it is. Because I have pride in what I'm doing. It is. Right. It's whoa. Well, it right. is whoa. Well. Would you say um, you're, you're self, self-employed or...? From a dance perspective, yeah, I'm self-employed. Mm-hmm. Um, from the director, as I mentioned, of Maryland Studios. So just so everyone knows, Maryland Studios is a business that my wife uh, set up. And we've been running probably about nine years now. Um, which is East London based, and we do. Um, we're an we're a, we're a establishment that offers studio space, so people use it for fitness, people use it for dance. Um, we've got yoga in there, we've got martial arts in there, um, church, they set up a church in there as well on the weekends. So it's ultimately it's a space, right. and um, yeah, I've, I've put myself now in a position whereby I'm managing and directing uh, the business. So, you know, my wife can facilitate other sides of, of other ventures that she likes to do. She's very, very ambitious, very much mm. a risk taker. So where I can support, um, I, I do. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm ultimately the director of that side of the business, which is, it's, it's been a learning curve. Mm-hmm. You know, as you mentioned, the crossover from a nine to five, you know, I try and dedicate as much time as I can there as possible while still, you know, dancing and, and, and doing my self-employed uh, side of things. Um, and the kids as mm. well. So it's just about managing that. But the, the the idea, as you mentioned when I was in the, the motor industry, I did it for three years. Right. So for me, I think my mindset at the time, I was, I just finished doing a show with Boy Blue Entertainment mm-hmm. that was called The Five and the Pro- Prophecy of Piranha, which was in the Barbican Theatre. Yeah. Uh, we did that, I think, for about two weeks. And um, we were talking about getting married. Um, my son was there. So it was just, there was a lot of, I suppose, pressures from different avenues. And I just felt that my creative side had had taken precedent of a lot of things. Mm. Um, so I made a decision, and again, speaking to the wife and, and just kind of talking things out and, and putting feelers out there, it was a matter of, of seeing other avenues that I could explore. And I hadn't necessarily done a nine to five, mm. you know, but to be honest, it was eight till six, so it was long <laughs> days. Um, and I hadn't really done that side of things. So for me, I wanted to get the, the corporate side of things under my belt. It wasn't something that I set out to say, this is what I'm gonna do and okay. this is where it's gonna be. Right. It was more so for me to try something and even a period of six months to say, how I, how see how I feel about it, get the experience under my belt and go from there. And I ended up staying there for three years. Right. Um, I got promoted twice within that time, so you know I was I was actively doing things within that role and still trying to be creative with them. I mean, it, I laugh about it now because certain things didn't come to fruition. But you know, once I got in there, I was talking to my manager about adverts, how we can brand the cars, and how we can potentially creatively set up this these um, um, campaigns with these cars. Because I was looking at the campaigns, I was like, certain things I was looking, at, I was like, that's dry. You know, I'm looking at this car. <laughs> I'm like, part of that. Yeah, it's it's a shiny car, but the advert is dry. Yeah. So from my creative side, um, from a dance perspective, a movement perspective, and drama side, from a, a direction perspective, I'm like, if I had an opportunity to do something like that, I would just fly with it. Mm. However, obviously being a newbie, um, kind of testing the water with this new industry, it was never something that they kind of 
I felt that they fully supported me with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was quite adamant about it and I tried to speak to the, the marketing director. Yeah. Um, I got a few places with a few other ideas that I, I had at the time. But um, yeah, it just felt over those three, three years that creatively for me there wasn't enough of an outlet i was still dancing kind of on the weekends yeah Yeah. and i and i i think i learned more so about myself that the that creative side of me is 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 very important Mm. and it's something that i wanted to feed into more and potentially find out what other avenues i can go into because you know ultimately the the dance industry is if you speak to anyone else in the dance industry you know it can be hit and miss it can be quite busy and then yeah. it can be quite dry, just yeah. like many other careers, you know. But um, you have to make it work. And again, when you're in a position of having a family, those things, you don't have time to go, oh, well, okay, well, it would just be, I won't do nothing for four months and then hopefully something will come. You yeah. have to kind of keep on being active and, and proactive. So once you were in a position where you were in your nine to five, eight to six role yes, yes. and you were getting that regular income. Yes. How easy was it for you to then say, actually, I need to stop doing this and go, <laughs> not go back, but then, you know, push what you were doing before? Um, not very easy, if I'm honest. It was more so, I had to wait for a, a right opportunity. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, going back to this lady, Kate Prince, that I mentioned to you about, right. I'd done shows, theatre shows with her before, and she's the company that I went, or she runs the company, Zoo Nation, that I went to the West End uh, with. And she had approached me whilst I was at work and said that she's got another show that she's working on and she really liked me to be involved. So it it was an opportunity that was put forward to me. So it was a matter of crossing that over um, into the creative dance side of it. But there was also another situation that was happening at home with the home life that I had to kind of sort out as well, which I, it required me to have more time with the kids because my wife had to go away for a period of time. Okay. So I had basically approached the company and said, well, look, I need to basically be off work for... A period of a matter of weeks and um, I'm happy to take unpaid leave but it's something I've got to sort out for my family that is my present at the moment yeah. and I'm more than happy to come back up to work after that or you know how can we meet in the middle um, and I, to be honest I was just met with a, a lot of a lot of challenges from them mm. they weren't very accommodating at all it was more so well this is the way that I want it to run and if you can't do that we can't make it happen right. so I had openly said to my manager that unfortunately the position I'm at if I don't get an answer by this particular date then you will have my resignation on your desk yeah. and it was it was as simple as that it wasn't an, it wasn't automaton but it was as um I suppose cooperative as I could be yeah. in that circumstance I gave him enough time to say look you know if you need to speak to anyone higher I'm more than happy to sit down and have a conversation with him but this is what I need yeah and yeah push comes to shove and, and I didn't get it so it went on the desk and I, I just I crossed over which allowed me um, the time whilst I was in the theatre to have the kids in the day and then I could then go to the theatre in the evenings do the show and then come home, come back and then back to the school so running it again. kind of worked really it, it worked like the universe the universe heard me and said look Brad <laughs> you know you haven't finished with the stage yet and I was I was more than willing to open my arms back to it and yeah that was uh, a few years ago now so, so any regrets since then um I wouldn't say regrets um uh there's always been challenges you know just making everything work cohesively mm-hmm. um sometimes the nine to five does give you that that support network to say okay you know what by the end of the month you know x amount is coming in um or even knowing your schedule you know i'm going to be home at this time or roundabouts um, and i have the weekends free yeah. so that was kind of where i was but now you know i could be working every other week or every weekend and then maybe i'll have a few days in, in the week 
which sometimes doesn't work with the kids because then the wife has to be more so um, accommodating with the kids on the weekend where maybe she wants to do something for herself. Yeah. So again, going back to the communication of what my schedule is and, and obviously what her schedule is as well and saying, well, look, if I'm home, you know, plan plan your, your weekend. I don't mind you going away with the girls or, or, or mm. you know, having going to do something in dance related or something completely different. Have that time where I'm free. But then sometimes when I get busy, like now I'm on tour, it's like, yeah, I've got maybe one day off in the weekend and I'll be going down to or up to Scotland. We was in Inverness last week mm. um, and then we're back on the road this week again. So, yeah, it's just... I don't think it's a regret. No. I don't think there's any regrets. I think challenges, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy being on stage and performing and giving that side of things. And again, that will then lead me on to the next step mm. after this. And, you know, I'll decide what I wish to do. Anything that you could think of that you want to do that you want to share with us? Oh, what's gosh. The, what's the next plan? What's the next plan? Um, I've been, I say funny enough, there's been lots and lots of conversations with me from various different people about... Um, putting on some more some more of my own work okay so that is definitely something that um, I want to feed because you're, you're a choreographer as well I am yeah I'm a choreographer and again with my I suppose my thought process I'm not just looking from a choreograph- choreographic perspective I'm looking from a direction perspective as well from the drama side of things so when I'm putting anything on it's looking at you know whether it be telling a story whether it be characters so more so from a theater side of things mm. rather than just a piece of dance okay um which i believe or i feel that there's a lot of people that are capable of doing that and some of the stuff is beautiful things but then you lose a side of of i suppose engagement that you can have with the audience by telling a story mm. you know so with the skills in which i've obtained through as i said doing my a levels um, and working with the people that i've worked with over the period of time uh, yeah, that that would be, I suppose, more closer to what I would be looking to do, and and really trying to push that um, in terms of getting support financially from grants and things like that into into that project rather than just okay, I just want to choreograph one one piece here and one piece there for one show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's definitely something that will be on the cards going forward. Okay, right. So with your kids, yes, obviously you're both you and your wife are both creative. Uh huh. So is that something that you've um they've taken from you do they do any classes with you <laughs> you know what i think i've never i haven't pushed my, my son is six now mm-hmm. um and i've never really pushed him to say son this is what you need to do with mm-hmm. anything we, we've introduced him to a lot of different things he's really really good at swimming really okay. good swimmer um but that was as i said just a matter of introducing to it and he just decided to just really embrace that um and with his lessons that he's doing people have picked him picked up on on, on him and and how he he uh, takes on the information right. and how he applies that in the pool. So he's doing really, really good with that. And again, there was no pressure to do that. Okay. Um, we've tried things like martial arts. He lasted a lesson. <laughs> like boards. I don't know if he just weren't interested. <laughs> I've been there. I understand. Yeah. I don't know if it was the tutor. I don't know. But yeah. it was a big class and I yeah. think he just got lost in it. Everyone. So, you know, we did a little play fight things at home. Yeah. And, and I used to train when I was younger. So we've got, you know, our own... Um, I suppose system that we try and we try and I try and enforce on him. I'm not even force. That's the wrong word. Mm. I try and um, educate him in terms of self defense. Okay, okay. So we have that element of things. But in terms of a creative side, that it's not anything that we forced on him. He does dance. Okay. Um, he actually goes to boy blue classes, oh, which does. is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. And again, it's a bit of a social thing for him as well. Yeah. Um, but he he enjoys the dance. You know, we could be at home, music could be playing, and both two of them 
they would just they would just dance. Did and you ever try to be like, now do it this way? No, no, like no, 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 not at all, not at all. You're it's, not doing it right. No, 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 not unless I say not unless he does come to some classes with me, and sometimes where I teach, um, I was teaching a large part of last year. I was teaching a uh, a dance academy, mm-hmm. and I was there five days a week, and I was doing three classes one day, two classes. And anyway, just the way things tied in, I used to sometimes have to go from school and go straight to the, the academy. Um, so he would come and he would say, oh, I want to participate. And even though the kids were older, he would still have a go. Mm. Um, so only at that point, I'd be like, son, you know, sweat it out. You know, if your hands are meant to be a fist, you better sweat it out. Otherwise you're pushing 10. So I get him some push-ups. Yeah, man. So you're not going to um, give him a special treatment? A special what? No. <laughs> nah, not me, sir. Once it comes to the class, um, he's got yeah, work. once he, for me, once he's participating, he's he's a part of the class. There's Love no it. special treatment, you know. Um, I like and that. I wouldn't want to impose that on him, and I wouldn't even want to impose it on the other students. Because right. same way, you know, if he asked me, he said, "Dad, I want to come to one of your classes somewhere else," so that's absolutely fine. Participate. You're doing the warm up. You're doing the stretches. You're doing the class. You do the cool down. Don't come in and say, "I want to learn the routine." Mm-hmm. Ten minutes after talking to someone outside, say, "Oh, my dad's teaching, so I should go in." Yeah. I'll take the stairs side. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Okay, so. In terms of discipline, yes. How is it with you and your wife? Are you the more? I mean, I say strict. What do we say these days? Ah. I don't even know if it's so PC, but I know, innit? <laughs> who's the main disciplinar? See, if That's you word. <laughs> if you ask her, she's you're gonna give her, get a completely different answer. Oh, but I, okay. I, she would say I'm the more lenient one. Okay. Let's let's put it like that. Okay. She would say I'm the more lenient one. I I do feel that there's a bit more maybe understanding on my part mm. with some things and maybe I let a few things go mm-hmm. um, whereby she would kind of nip it in the bud real right, quick. Right, right, okay. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's that's the smartest answer I can say right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, I like that. Very diplomatic. <laughs> okay, so would you say that you both spend... Because no one is doing a nine-to-five job. Yeah. Are you with the children equally, would you say? Yeah, I, I think it's... It's just a matter of, of the time and the balance because mm-hmm. Sienna's obviously in nursery now. Um, we've, we've adjusted our nursery patterns subject to my work. And again, it, it's it's not any hindrance on her, but if I can have her at home, yeah. I would prefer that. You know, okay. I'm, I'm more than happy and, and willing to do their education at home like we do the numbers mm. um, and just instilling that, that um, or going through the key areas of learning with, with Sienna. And the more time I can have to do that, that's what I would want, you know. So if I had a choice, I wouldn't put her in full time nursery. Mm, okay. I would have her have her at home a few days. Yeah. But again, it's just something to work. So you know, it, it depends. If if I'm in a position whereby I can have her, then obviously I'll spend a lot more time with her during the days, um, and then we'll do that, and I'll take her swimming and and whatever else that we choose to do at the time. Um, and then with my son, obviously he's in school, so it's just a matter of the evenings, um, and then the weekends as well. So yeah, there's. I don't think there's a for me where work can vary there's a, 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 a equal split or there's a more so on one side than the other it's just a matter of when I'm home it's, it's yeah it's all hands on deck so okay and you you and your wife who also um you've also had a nursery as well yeah, yeah. so it's, you're just both so insanely busy I can't even <laughs> <laughs> I can't even put this all into a picture but with her nursery also, yeah. and in your daughter in education, would she, not in education, sorry, in full-time nursery, yeah. would she have been part of the nursery, or would you have wanted her to go to an external? Um, it's a bit of both. I mean, like anything, obviously you're going to learn as you go along. Um, you know, I'd have my, my, my daughter there in a heartbeat, um, 
and that way I kind of get to really oversee what her, her development is because right. obviously every child's development is going to be different right. um, especially when you're looking at the key areas of learning they're going to you're going to identify um, certain things so for me with Sienna she was very very quick in terms of her speech mm-hmm. like when we put her into the nursery she was uh, one of the probably the first to really start having um, the the sounds and even the words forming whereby some of the other uh, children they were then kind of catching up mm. which is absolutely fine yeah. you know because as I said all the children will, will develop differently so there was no hindrance with that it, but like anything it's the nursery also provides that social aspects of things as well so to get her in different environments is always good um, so yeah I mean if I can have her there I would do um, at the minute we've we've taken a bit of a break from the nursery just due to various different elements mm. but um yeah we've, we've got her in a nursery and she's 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 doing well okay so nursery aside dancing aside everything aside yeah when do you and your wife have time to spend oh, together oh man like, <laughs> oh, that's the you're question. so busy with the children and you've mentioned them a lot and yes. i love it yeah but then full part of your balance also i know how, how do you is there such a thing as date nights you know what i would love such a thing as date nights man <laughs> i really would and, and it's something that we obviously used to do and again the kids do have a big part to play in it as, mm-hmm. as you're saying um but we i think more so me i really try and make an effort to say you know what we haven't done something in a little while mm. or you know sometimes we take this not even we we have taken things for granted before even something small like going to cinema mm. you know what i mean just mm. the small off the cuff yeah do you fancy going to get to film it it just has so many knock-on effects it's like okay should we get auntie to watch the kids or is your mom available or you know when it's all those conversations that you have to have prior to actually going out and right, just enjoying right. your time and then when you're out there it's like okay you can't stay out too late because obviously you've got to go and pick up the kids um you know and i think obviously the older they get the, the easier that transition will be but ultimately yeah i think there are many many people out there who, who kind of understand where i'm coming from when the, the kids and the family life and the running of a home <laughs> takes priority but it is very very important as you're saying to, to really incorporate that that date night and feeding in that aspect of of your relationship mm-hmm. not uh, not the, the dad figure or the mother figure not the um you know trying to i suppose educate the children and and trying to keep the home a home and all those things there is oh just being a man and a woman and just doing your own <laughs> thing you have to feed that that element of of being in a relationship as yeah. well because you it, mentioned you don't want her going at the girls and everything yeah. i'm like okay i love it yeah <laughs> but <laughs> i want some time too you know i want a little cuddle now and again of course of course but, i'm that tlc but. yeah now but we, we we do talk about it which is always good and it's always a matter yeah. of as i said just having just that conversation moment. and saying you know she's very she's very much as i mentioned she's very much a risk taker she's very much off the cuff so she'll be like oh i've seen this it'll be good to do this and be like oh, okay me, I'll be like, all right, well, what's the date? Let me check out my work in. Can I get there on time from where I've got to go? And it's just like, oh, sometimes it sounds like I'm making a big thing out of mm-hmm. nothing. But you're just covering all the bases. This is what I'm saying because I will get there and I'll be like, oh, I'm meant to be here or mm. I can't be there. I've got to be late. Yeah. Well, on that note, I mean, one of the questions I was going to ask you was how do you manage your time? Mm. Like, do you use any like, calendars, diaries? Like, I use Google you... all day, every day. If Google's <laughs> listening to this, please sponsor me or something i use google every day but just managing my diary um i used to have a paper one but yeah i crossed over and literally the, my phone's popping alarm 
reminder, mm. this. And again, it's, it's about forward thinking as well. So it's about looking at the next day and saying, okay, well, what needs to happen? Do I need to be at the studio today? Um, do I need to be at this particular meeting? Do I need to follow up on this? Emails, as you know, you know everything's computer-based now. So it's a lot of admin things that you have to um, facilitate and, and follow up and chase up and then trying to make the new connections. But, you know, it's just, it's just a busy busy time and I think just London itself is just busy you know whatever industry you're in it would be entertainment you know whether it be in something completely different but it's the time management is very very important as you know you know from a an, a, a person an individual perspective you are a reflection of yourself you mm. sell yourself every day yeah. whether you consciously do it or subconsciously do it people are going to look at you and judge you so how you present yourself by being on time you know by doing what you say by setting your expectations and saying well look you know if I'm gonna if I need to leave at this particular time to go and pick up my son I'm leaving right. you know right. and at the same breath if I say to you okay well I can commit this day to you don't say okay well turn up on a day an hour late and go you know what I need to leave early because mm-hmm. of this situation no communicate that to me mm-hmm. so all of those things have been something that have had to just tie into um, my ethos of how I present myself as an individual and uh, as I said I've, I've been lucky enough to work with a lot of different companies and, and different people that operate in completely different ways, but at the same time still get that response of, you know, I'm more than happy to work with you again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and just keep that, that snowball effect happening with work and, and just generating that good vibe around, you know, me as an artist. Mm. And hopefully that will then just transcend into the next the next level. It's funny you mentioned your timekeeping because I, I always see you in the playground. You're always early, but when I see you, you're always running to the gate. But yeah. I'm like, but he's early. Yeah. I'm, I'm strolling and you're running. I'm like, yeah. but, but he's not even late. <laughs> no, I, lo- I love a little jog, man. I try and tie it into my fitness. I try and say, you know what, if I run to the gate, that's... That kind of gives me 30 seconds off a little in a cardio. You make me feel like I need to start running. Like, no. I'm moving too slow. You know what? Someone said to me before, and they see me running to the gate. It's like, you're always running. I'm like, yeah, I am. I am. I always think I'm, running I'm, too. I'm always chasing something. But yeah. That's, but that's good. That's that like part of who you are and how yeah, you present yourself. That's my little fitness. My little fitness for the day. Don't tell no one, though. I don't tell my no little, one. My little fitness for the day. I'm running to the gate. So, okay. And actually, did remember there is something else that you do on the side. DJ. Yeah, I do. I, I happen to spy you on social media from someone else's page because you don't really media. update your page. I know. You were in the Sorry guys. Is it Central Park DJ. Yeah, yeah. Did a, we did a festival. Right. Um, it was the the new festival. It's been on for quite a few years, to be fair. Yes. And my very very good friend Ashley J um, hosts that event. Right. Okay. So you know, it was a matter of of him needing some support or from a, a musical perspective and again as you mentioned it's something that I do on the side as well I'm like an Idris Elba you know, I, just, I just throw that out there every now and again just throw it out there uh, so, uh, so yeah I've, I've been doing it for probably about three years now and okay. that's a two day event over the summer and um, yeah we have lots of fun we have lots of fun on that event it's real cool it's, it's like a 12 to 6 day so you know you get there early enough to set up um, it's a family event so it's open mm. to everyone it's a free event and mm. it's something that the, the council put on and, and hoping that it continues you know, and we just yeah. keep on providing yeah, it's that. It's great fun. Yeah, it's a good yeah. set. They set up like a, um, a man-made beach they do mm. and they have like waterworks and then you've got food, various different food tents. Um, so it's a, it's a real community-based right. uh, um, event that, as I said, is free and, and, you know, you come down there and have a good time and listen to me play music and, and actually entertain you okay. for like six hours. <laughs> well, thank you for promoting the festival. Absolutely. What I'm going to get you to do now Yeah. Is promote yourself. Yeah. Because you don't do that on social no, media. No, I don't. Today, Check out my social. We're gonna do it. So you tell us Check out. your social medias. Check out Brad's. I'm on social medias. I'm on Instagram as bcharles47. Don't ask me why. It just sounds good. <laughs> um, I'm on Facebook, Bradley Charles. 
and um, yeah man I welcome the support as I said we're doing uh, lots of things and I'm currently working with Flawless on tour uh, until mid-November we're going all up and down the country so if you guys can come down go on flawlessofficial.com for tickets and then we'll be doing another show uh, up till Christmas as well so yeah lots of things for me uh, between now and the end of the year I'm going to put all the information in the show notes as usual and on the Facebook yes that's this link and I will share that for you yes and my final question that I ask everybody uh-huh. if you have the chance to go back in time and do something differently when would you go back to and why oh my gosh if I had the chance I probably wouldn't cut off my hair I'm bald now <laughs> if anyone sees me <laughs> give me give me a little thumbs up all the bald people that are watching this you know it's no prejudice it could be a woman it could be bald as well but yeah man my hair that was I, I grew it twice I remember so I grew it um, and I'm uh, I had like curly hair and it yeah. went from the curls and it went and I got hired and I got it came road I was like oh this is nice and then I cut it for a show and then I grew it again and it grew longer so it was like down to my shoulders I had came road this is going back now mm-hmm. um, but yeah man it's always you know when you see people with hair and they do it nice when they do it nice it looks good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but it's, 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 yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. It's just the maintenance, I think. But mm-hmm. I think if I could maintain it and keep it nice and neat um, without it being too much of a struggle, then yeah, I, I would hold on to that. Okay, so just, <laughs> it's not a regret. I'm just, I'm just reminiscing now. It's just something I'd be like, oh. So are you saying that you wouldn't grow your hair again? Nah, that, that's done. That's yeah, that, done. Nah, that's gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the sun is shining straight to my scalp right now. That's... <laughs> That's what it's going to be going forward. Well, I think both suit you, so you can get away with it. Not go. everyone can get... I mean, mm, cut. <laughs> <laughs> some, some people just... Mm-mm. No, thank you so much, Bradley. And uh, like I said, I'm going to share all this. Cool. And you get those um, people coming to visit. Yeah. The studio also, yes. studio space. Yes, sorry, I didn't even say about that. So we're based yep. in Maryland Studios. Um, we are um, on Leighton High Road. So check out MarylandStudios.com. All the information, as I said, we do dance classes there. Um, I do private classes there. Uh, we've got yoga, we've got martial arts, we've got church. You can rent it out for your own, um, to facilitate your own classes or even a photo shoot. We've got lots and lots of things happening there. So please, please check us out. Um, send an email into MarylandStudios at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, you'll hear from us. That wasn't so hard. Was I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my own one. I'm gonna do like an Instagram now. What? You follow me, you'll get that. Excellent. All right, guys. Thank you, and don't forget to follow the podcast on Quintessential on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you, Bradley. Perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs>